Welcome to the Cat Power Podcast, where we deliver powerful insights into the world of Cat Marine, showcasing the latest in technological advancements and highlighting the stories of the industry's most dynamic leaders. I'm your host, Sergio Tijera. Now let's get ready to power up with the Cat Power Podcast. And welcome to the Cat Power Podcast. My name is Sergio. You can catch us and every episode on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your, your platforms on. And today we're very excited about a guest that we're going to have on here. It's Hashim Marzouk. Welcome, my brother. How you doing? How are Good, you, Sergio? Man. It's great to see you. So Hashim, he went to the Massachusetts Marine Maritime Academy. He has a bachelor in science, third assistant engineer, unlimited horsepower for both steam and diesel vessels. He's shipped on oil tankers for six years, and he's had 20 years with Caterpillar on various positions all around the world. He's been a service project engineer in Manila, the Philippines, and the Cayman Islands. He's been a marine application and installation engineer, Peoria, Lafayette, Greenville, Houston, all over the place. He's been a territory support manager in Hamburg, Germany, as well as now a GDL staff instructor and consultant here in Miami Lakes. And of course, kind of like me, he likes running, golfing, and boating, and who wouldn't living in South Florida? So welcome, Hashim. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Sergio. Absolutely, my brother. Yeah. So listen, be yeah. before we get into about you know what you're doing and, and the interesting things with Kat, you have a, a, a very interesting background. Tell me a, tell me a bit about kind of you know, where were you born? What was it like, you know, growing up for you? And how did you get interested in this world of Cat Marine? Oh wow. Yeah. Uh... In the background, uh, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Uh, I was actually born in Kuwait. Uh, my parents are from Palestine, but born in Kuwait. Uh, we migrated to the U.S. and uh, uh, well, the whole family been immigrating to the U.S. since the seventies. Actually, uh, so my older brother wow. he he went to the same school I went to, Mass Maritime Academy as well, and he got two of his kids to go there. So like. Marine is embedded in my blood. <laughs> yeah, uh, a big yeah. change in weather too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> From the Saharas to. Uh, yeah, you, I don't think you get more extreme than that. So that's awesome. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah. So I in, in the U.S. Uh, Massachusetts is my hometown or home state, if you will. Hometown would be Plymouth, Massachusetts, just where the pilgrimage That's migrated right. to. That's <laughs> so right. we went there. Very similar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went to the Maritime Academy, uh, graduated in 92. I went in the engineering segment. I uh, did sail for uh, about six years, uh, mainly uh, steam oil tankers, which had a lot of diesel backup generators, etc. Majority of them were Caterpillars. Uh, the other uh, vessels I sailed on was also with uh, Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute. That was uh, that was all uh, diesel, and it was all cat engines. Uh, that one, uh, that was one meant to be from the start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and right after that, uh, there was an opportunity with Caterpillar to uh, work in the Philippines for them as a service engineer. Uh, it's actually was like, kind of like what we call here is a field follow. Sure. So sure, Caterpillar, sure. Caterpillar was trying to get into the, uh, heavy diesel oil side of the business. 
and they upgraded several 3600 series into heavy fuel oil and at the time caterpillar was looking for people that had experience with heavy fuel although uh i at the time i did not work on diesel heavy fuel but i worked on steam tankers that process heavy fuel in order for it to go into you know the boilers to be uh to heat up the boilers in the water to become steam uh so anyways uh, my my criteria curriculum matched the uh the interviewers uh and uh they shipped me off to manila philippines so, so <laughs> at the time were you were you married did you have kids or were you alone i was just got engaged <laughs> Wow. So Before I don't know if the your, your fiance was too happy about that, right? Or, or was she like, yeah, let's do it. It's a good adventure. Let's go to the Philippines. At the time, <laughs> she was adventurous. <laughs> we'll yeah, keep exactly. it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, she'll be watching this here soon. So, and so uh -huh. you, you went out there and, you know, what was, what was it like? What was your, your kind of biggest memory or, or the thing that struck you the most in, in that role? Uh, uh, so on that one, the objective was, uh, like I mentioned, was field follow. That actually is more of the people, the caterpillar structure, the the support. At one of my uh, greatest colleagues back then, uh, Richard Peake, he still works with caterpillar. He's in Asia right now. I uh, got to learn a little bit of the Aussie accent, but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Gotta come I get back. to know what good <laughs> eye means. <laughs> It, it's interesting because as so i worked for caterpillar for 14 years and i lived in in geneva and rome and then panama and it's interesting because mm -hmm. you do start picking up accents at, depending on your environment right at least yes. while you're there and maybe you don't bring it with you afterwards but every time you go uh, back yeah. you, you start picking it up again yes yes uh, and whenever you meet somebody from australia you know you kind of i just like Hey, I, I, I got a lot of influence on I even played the game. I played the Aussie rule football uh, when I when I lived in Houston, Texas. So nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was you look great. like you have the size for it, so that's good. Ah, I don't know if it was that good. No. <laughs> yeah, ended up breaking my ankle, but anyways. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. But other than the people, the again, the Caterpillar structure, the, the whole staff, everybody that I got to meet within Caterpillar, they were all very welcoming, very knowledgeable. Uh, whenever you need support or help, uh, you call any anybody, uh, they would you know jump on it, figure out a way to help you. If they couldn't help you right then, right there, they'll call somebody. So uh, both in any possible means, like technically speaking and sure. uh, personally speaking. So that that was really great. You know, that, that's um, a great point because I remember back yeah. back when I was, well, well, while I was working in CAT, that was one of the things that was most, like just most uh, impactful for me that wherever you went in the world, you would meet some mm -hmm. cat people and it felt like home and people would help yes. you and so forth. So that's a great culture, not only in cat, but in the dealer culture as well. And just in the network, yep. even with, with customers. So that's, that's a fantastic thing. So you were in the Philippines uh, for a few years and then you went off to the next place. So tell me about that. Uh, I went to the Cayman Islands. So that was another, all right. Uh, there you go. That was, that was that's a reward after being uh, out there. <laughs> I mean, Philippines was great too. There's no other yeah, 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 sure, absolutely. It's just a different experience. You have to always bring the positivity 
of the place you go to. I mean, there's always challenges wherever you go or end up with. Um, and obviously, or of course, uh, different places you have different, you know, uh, a much more impactful type experience where you enjoy it more. So, but that's, but the places, you know, Philippines was fantastic. Cayman Islands, uh, you know, picked up uh, scuba diving there. Uh, and there we moved from heavy fuel 3600 and we were working on uh, a distillate 3600 okay. diesel, not diesel number two not heavy fuel so that that was the the treat i because the heavy fuel uh it has a little bit more you know extra steps you have to heat the fuel filter it uh go through several filtration systems before it goes into the engine uh but with the diesel straight up you know number two diesel uh less less stressful if you will uh, yeah. and, and living on the island is also gives you a little bit of opportunity to enjoy life a little bit. I was not stuck in traffic for like six hours at a time. The Philippines, right. the one, the one thing that was the bad was, was the traffic. traffic. Yeah. That was the traffic. Yeah. Because you, you get to lose your day, you know, you like two hours, three hours almost to get to a spot and same on the return. So your days are tough, you know. But the yeah. Cayman Islands, 15 minutes, you walk to it, you're at the plant. Uh, nice. your wife was much happier yeah. as well, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it, the Cayman Islands was that's fantastic. At the time, Caterpillar had a contract or an agreement to support uh, the power plant, Cayman Utility. Uh, company CUC that was the idea there I, I still I also there I worked with Richard Peake as well he had moved there as well uh, and uh, again we had a good time there um, uh, learned a lot again more of Caterpillar uh, structure was on a different side because we were like on the customer side right. we were kind of like the supporting uh, like, if you will, like we were the customer to Caterpillar dealer there. Right. So right. it was interesting to kind of see how that flew and the process. Yeah, you're, so, you're on both sides of the coin, so to speak. Yeah, right? Yes, exactly. So it, it was was very interesting uh, times. So I spent a couple of years there. It was a great experience. Uh, and then uh, another opportunity came up with within Caterpillar in the, uh, the marine world, which is my origin and you know, as far as what i wanted to uh work on uh and that was in the application installation side of things in lafayette indiana so that's how i started within caterpillar on the a and i side interesting what you know one of the one of the great things about that is that you're you're constantly getting new challenges and learning new things and one of the things i i say about you know, leadership and just growth and development is having that growth mindset where you 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 get introduced to new challenges constantly, and that's just part of part yes. of what we do and part of how we live. It's not always about the end result, but finding yourself in the process of learning and and helping and growing. It's fantastic, and being able to do that in so many places around the world, exposing yourself to different cultures and different languages and lifestyles and everything else is is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, the same thing, and it's it's great that you have uh, faced a similar process, so you understand yeah. very well, like all the different areas. I mean, you still want to 
learn and provide all the technical knowledge that you have to the new environment, but at the same time, you you gain much more uh, from where you go to, uh, which is always great. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, so that in Lafayette, Indiana, that's so I got to know the thirty five hundred product. I uh, was A and I for that one. Did great projects with many dealers. I, I got to know more of the dealer network uh, a little bit more. It was not just one dealer that I was working with, uh, with like in the Manila and the Cayman. Now it became global. So I get to know more dealers as you work with them to create different quotes, different projects. And, and you get to know a, a lot about not just the engineering that you're working with. You get to go to the shop and to figure out how how this new unique quote uh is gonna <laughs> is gonna work you know because you have to create a new product that i mean that's what the custom quoting was all about is about offering something that is not on the price list right right uh, so you have to go sometimes as a manufacturer because you're you're having right. to you know deviate from your your normal uh you know process mm. of work and so forth but it adds a lot of value as, as a client, as a customer out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is one of the greatest things that uh, Lafayette uh, site really offers is the customization uh, of the product there. Uh, it, it makes you grow right, a lot. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, perfect. So, and then you kept going throughout your career yeah. and, <laughs> and, you know, to all these different locations. And now, now you're in Miami. It, right in yeah so tell me a little bit about that and how you're supporting you know customers right now uh so with uh miami i worked for uh gdl global dealer learning and i am at the miami lakes learning center uh, i work for an amazing amazing group we were actually just had a yes. um, that presentation about our team uh, and how we support the Caterpillar network on the learner side, uh, all the projects that we have. Um, and again, uh, very welcoming team. You feel like with family instantly. Uh, from my manager, Jaime uh, Casanova, to all the, the staff and the, the supporting team, whether they are the consultant, whether they are the uh, production uh, management, project managers, the, the whole nine yard. Uh, everybody in there is just working on creating an environment that uh, makes the learner that comes in, whether that learner is from our dealer, uh, end customer, uh, our Caterpillar employees, uh, to feel that they are, uh, you know, treated they they get first class experience yeah. from every direction. What the the learning, the material that's coming at them, uh, the actual hands on training that they get, and that is what we pry on is or what we are proud of is the hands on experience because uh, we're able to uh, ensure that all the assets that we got are utilized for whatever training that we have. So 2020 was obviously a very challenging year for, for everybody with the pandemic mm -hmm. and travel. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and as, as remote learning continues to develop, you will mm -hmm. still have value in, in 
having people come and touch the iron and really get trained hands-on there. But how are you guys developing the the, the next technologies to um, to train remotely? Is there you know VR goggles where you're doing in that in that virtual environment? What are some of the things that you guys are developing now to to be prepared for the future? Yeah, so great point. So what we have now is uh, what we call VILT, so virtual uh, virtual instructor led training. Uh, so that's what we have currently that's happening. So with that, and, and with that one, we actually do also what we call, there's blender learning. So we're able to go for us to, like I'm the resident there right now in Miami Lake. So I'm able to go to a lab and start an engine or uh, provide uh, certain segments of what's needed for the training. and then we can you know present it live for the uh for the learners uh so we kind of still give them a little bit of a hands-on experience uh but virtually and hopefully as things move on and uh, the dust clears and the virus disappears hopefully we'll get back into hands-on however it still evolves in a way that we will probably continue offering this virtual training where if you're just discussing like the theory or trying to get the intro mm -hmm. which would actually impact the learner that they don't have to spend the time to travel here and lose two days on theory for example where you can do that through virtual and then but when they come in to the training facility they're straight into action right so that yeah. will reduce their travel things. time it will reduce their travel time their cost hotels rental etc so it's actually well i think it's kind of again caterpillar and everybody we try to make things um better when faced with a, a tough situation, if you will. So, yeah, yeah. So, th yeah, things are changing at a rapid, rapid pace and, and adapting to that change and, and staying effective and on the cutting edge is something that Kat has done for, for many years and will continue to do yeah. you know, going forward. So at Miami Lakes, there's training for not only Marine, but other divisions as well, right? Absolutely, yes. We support the uh, oil and gas industry. Uh, we have a lot of different uh, modules and assets that we have here. One of our biggest one is the what we call the Larson Station. It has, um, uh, it has a 3612 uh, gas compression engine that's actually coupled to a compressor. And it's it's a functioning it's a functioning power plant, but it doesn't really uh, like it's not producing power to the grid, uh, but it's just compressing uh, compressing the the gas. Well, in this case, we are compressing nitrogen, sending it to the tank, and then condensing it and sending it back in. But what that gives you gives you the opportunity to, and, and I'm not involved in it, but uh, we have expert uh, uh, consultant and trainers uh, at the facility there that come in and they certify commissioning engineers. Uh, and in this uh, area, it you know it uh, you get a live plant that you're trying to commission. Which again, as far as the end customers, they don't have to shut down their own plant 
and lose money because right, they're trying to right. troubleshoot uh, something that you know uh, to certify a commissioning engineer. Uh, that is one one of the things. The other things we are supporting also is the uh, new mine, the mining industry with the truck engine technology, the DGB, mm. uh, diesel gas blending, uh, and uh, transmission. So right now, that's a huge project that's ongoing right now. That uh, we have great colleagues of mine, Nick and uh, and Brendan. Uh, they're working on it right now. They're doing a great job. Can't wait because hopefully I'll get I'll get <laughs> touch it. <though. laughs> it's funny because we, we get excited about these big toys, right? As uh, whenever I tell people I work for Caterpillar, and they're like, "Oh, the the boot company." I'm like, "No, no, no, the, the construction equipment yeah. <laughs> company. You know, they make these huge, you know, tractors and engines, and it's it's a lot of fun being being in that industry. Especially you can touch it and you can feel it and like you know sense the power of of this stuff. It's it's impressive when you see it firsthand." And that's what you guys are able yeah. to do there at, at the facility. So yes. what events, what do you have coming up in 2021 uh, for customers to be excited about? Uh, we have, again, we have the, uh, the DGB engine that's coming up. Uh, we're hoping that uh, we expand on our uh, 3500 and the C32 engines that are at the plant. Uh, we do um, MSCS training. Uh, we do MCS training. Uh, we do. Uh, we also hopefully we can get back our CMA certification. It's usually a big event at the end of the year where we certify our marine analysts. Uh, so we'll see how the the you know de depending on the control of the virus sure, will sure. will try to see how those but as of now we're you know ramping up all our efforts to ensure everything is ready and available uh once we shift and move back to uh on you know face to face people coming in into our facility and then the bonus is that when they come in they get to go running and golfing and boating with you on the yeah, weekend. sure. Yeah. And you gotta spend some time in Miami over the weekend and hang out with Hashem and the crew. Have a good time, you know, mix a little business with pleasure yeah. and have a good time. Absolutely, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And I now that I know that you're around, we'll have to set up uh, at yeah, least a yeah. golf game. Yeah, we might have to do some some customer interviews here on on the Power Podcast. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So, uh, Hashim, where, where, uh, can, uh, where can folks get in touch with you if they have some questions, they want to get more information? Is it email, so, LinkedIn? Uh, yes, I am on LinkedIn, but I'm also on, on email. It's uh, Maybe we can set it up on the screen. It's uh, marzook underscore Hashim underscore M at cad.com. Uh, I am on LinkedIn. I need to be a little bit more active on LinkedIn. I need to update <laughs> all my information. I have not been as active as I should be. Uh, but uh, yes, that those are my information, and you know, happy to answer questions, especially with what the upcoming trainings are, and whether you are in customer or uh, Caterpillar employee, or obviously our dealers. Our dealers, they have. Uh, uh, all the links uh, that we can provide them to from GDL that gives them our service, internet, and uh, details. 
Fantastic. Hashem, thank, yeah. thank you so much, my brother, for being on the Cat Power podcast. It was a pleasure having you on, hearing your story. It was awesome. And, <laughs> uh, and being up the street, we got to connect and, and go hang out for a little bit. Yes, there. absolutely. <laughs> Sergio. So you can, like I said, you can catch these episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you choose to listen to and subscribe because we're going to be giving you a lot of value. We're going to be interviewing leaders in different industries and, and guys like Hashem and, and Alan Bauman and experts mm -hmm. in the field to keep you updated each and every uh, time we have an episode. So enjoy. Have a great day, everyone. Make it a great one. And thanks for being on the Cat Power Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and rate us and be sure to share it with a friend so that you can power up their life and their career.